Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by the lovely Nicolette, and we will be discussing the Halloween classic, Hocus Pocus. Jump back. Twist the bones and bend the back. Back in 1693, the people of Salem, Massachusetts... Witches! ...thought they got rid of the Sanderson sisters for good. years later it's halloween eve and they're back Uh-oh. we are home are you boys a little old to be trick-or-treating we're talking about three ancient hags versus the 20th century how bad can it be now they're digging up old friends and running amok Looking for the one thing they miss most. You stay for supper. I'm not hungry. But we are. Only one boy has the power to stop them. Prepare to die again. You have no powers here, you fool. Before all Salem falls under their spell. Pictures presents Bette Midler. Uh, hello. Sarah Jessica Parker. Would thou dance with me? And Kathy Najimi. Hocus Pocus. Into the night! They love to fly. And it shows. Good night. Sleep time. No screaming. <laughs> I freaking love 90s narrators on those movie trailers. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the best amazing they're the best yeah, yeah there's a very specific voice yes to them yeah they're yeah. super cool yeah okay. when you watch them now that's one of my favorite things is to watch trailers from the 90 any any era even the early 2000s for instance like i watched the harry potter trailers mm-hmm. they're terrible like yeah. i don't know why i was so jacked to see it when you look at it now but then they they do a good job of not telling you too much about the movie like the trailers right. now they tell you everything yeah Oh, that's true. Very true. Yeah, yeah. Or even like you watch the trailers now and they there's so many scenes that are not in the movie that mm-hmm. they just put in the trailer and then you're like, I like that trailer. I like the scene in the trailer. Where the hell is it in the movie? And it's not there. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a legitimate job title for that. For the narrator dude? Yeah, because I, I mean, feel like they use the same guy over and over again. They for sure do. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's I like was, the I have to tell you when I listened to that trailer and it got me super excited, um, not just for the movie, but Halloween in general. Yeah, for sure. Like when Freeform slash ABC Family starts playing it for the you know the billionth time. Yeah. As soon as this movie starts showing up on TV, you're like, all right, it's Halloween. Oh, definitely. All right, let's read the synopsis. I all like right. to do that. It's it's something like we talk about. It's just like the trailer. You're mm-hmm. like, does this make sense? Does this work? All right, so a curious youngster moves to Salem, where he struggles to fit in before awakening a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. I mean, it's close. Yeah, it works. 
It's, it's it keeps you hanging. Yeah, it's very like simple. It's supposed to, yeah, really concise. <laughs> Maybe yeah. a little too concise. It doesn't sound that interesting. Where as I listen to the <laughs> the trailer um, that we just listened to, that gets me more, more amped. For sure. Well, I think people are a lot more people are, are looking at the trailer than they are, or uh, yeah, than they are this. yeah reading a synopsis for a movie. Remember in Blockbuster when you go pick it up and you turn it on the back and you're like, oh, what's this movie about? That's pretty much. Am I dating myself? What's a blockbuster? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So uh, so this movie came out in 1993, 25th anniversary. I think we we, were, we have, again, uh, that we did the Sandlot podcast, which was 1993. We're going to be doing Jurassic Park at some point. That's one of my all-time favorites, 1993. Uh, this movie, Dazed and Confused, 1993. They're all some of my favorites, and they're all 25 years old. Mm-hmm. So that means we're all really old. Yeah. Okay. Uh, directed by a, a gentleman named Kenny Ortega, which has done his IMDb reads like straight to video Disney <laughs> shit. So yeah. I, I've never heard. I mean, he did like High School Musical two and three, like Poor a but camp Camp Rock, I think some some just shit. Yeah, okay. sounds about right. Yeah, don't uh, know who he is. Right, this movie bombed. I think that's a common theme that we're we're running into on uh, on the Morning Geekdom. Uh, it had a budget of twenty eight million, and it made. 39.5 million ouch yeah yeah that's nothing um it's long since made up for that because now this movie is the uh it's the poster child for cult classic i love like the optimistic at that time frame it's like oh, this is a long-term investment no no what do you think this is a long that's not down the road no they didn't <laughs> <laughs> i can't imagine disney was like hey we're good with a uh with a 11 million dollar profit because we know this is going to be a runaway classic down the road you never know i mean i feel like that's reoccurring for disney i mean look at nightmare before christmas this one now there's things like yeah. that that down the road yeah well, may I mean, not be so far-fetched nowadays it, obviously in 93 disney isn't the juggernaut it right. is now it, it's still a massive massive like conglomerate but it's not what it is now yeah. um reading up on this movie i i found out that the producer of the movie uh, came up with the idea while sitting outside talking to his daughter and they saw a black cat come by and he essentially made up the overall story arc by just talking to his daughter. He just came to him on a whim. I guess. I, like I guess. That. Yeah, yeah. The environment influenced him. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um so there are long time rumors of a sequel which come and go and everybody's in then everybody's out and everybody's in and everybody's out. But now they have uh, they have announced they're going to be making a remake of it that's going to go straight to Disney Channel, mm. which you, you will not catch me watching. No, it does not sound. No, I have zero interest in any shit like that. Are they just trying to get stuff to put on their new network? No, this will this will make a ton of money for them, and it will everybody who is younger who likes this movie will then go watch this. I guess more of like a, I'm, I guess I'm talking about their streaming service that they're. It could be on. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, so it has spawned a number of different uh, different things. Uh, one of them being in 2015, it was introduced as the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular Show during Magic Kingdom's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which is the offset of Mickey's Halloween Party that we just attended and right. did a podcast, uh, episode four. Or, mm-hmm. yes, episode four. Um, this is Florida's version, which they have a, a show, like a, a, a stage show that's 
surrounded by or centered around the Sanderson sisters, which would be pretty cool to see. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I think the I keep thinking about what you said about uh, I know that it's already been spoken about as far as relaunching it or making a redo of this movie mm-hmm. and the on and off of maybe a sequel. Right. I would not watch any of it if they didn't have Bette Midler in it. Well, she's she said she would do it. The sequel. Oh, she did? Well, the she's sequel, amazing. not a remake. Okay. But the sequel, yeah, she's all she's all for it. Like everybody everything I've read is they've all said that they would they would do it. Uh there was a story again uh you know doing some research about the movie that Bette Midler said that this was her the most fun she's ever had making a movie. Oh, now, I, I don't know whether that's tongue in cheek or that was made up, I don't know, but that's what that's what the quote was. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, she's I bet she had a blast with it. Yeah, and I can't imagine Bette Midler's... I mean, she doesn't come up ever right. with the exception of, like, making crazy political statements. <laughs> yeah. Which is all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so one of the things, before we start getting into categories, I wanted to talk to you about is... So Freeform, a.k.a. Uh, ABC Family, obviously owned by Disney. How many times do you think they play this in their... Uh, 31 days of Halloween kind of thing that they have going on. So obviously they have 31 days of Halloween. They'll play a, a Halloween movie every night. And obviously it's a family channel, sort of, so they're not going to go hardcore. How many times do you think? Within 31 days this movie is played this year. I'm going to have to say probably eight times. <laughs> There's no eight times? Wait, we twice a week? In the month of October? Twice a week in the month of October. 27 I, times. Are you kidding me? No, I counted them. 27 times this October. Did you like go through No, no, no. You guy? can find the schedule what? online. <laughs> How did you even know that? Because If can, it's 31 days and they play a Halloween movie a night? Yeah. No, no. They play multiple movies a night. Oh, I didn't know it was multiple. Yeah, yeah. But they play at least one Halloween movie a night and then they could play another one after. Mm. For instance, on I think Halloween itself, they play it four times. Jeez. I don't know. Just pounding you with it. It's it's a classic, man. Yeah. It's like it's nowhere if else. If you only watched part of it, maybe f- first 15 minutes, you know, when you woke up in the morning, you can go do your errands, come back and catch it sure. at like minute 16 and still be in the same loop a couple times. A it day. was on last night when we were going to bed. I know. And we were watching it. <laughs> I know. And we just You're watched right. we it together like 3 days ago. Yeah. And we didn't change the channel. No. No, I think I fell asleep to I put a spell on you. Yeah. Okay. Um but you got to think, it's not on any of the streaming stations. It's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. So Disney owns it. They're going to milk it. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, we've seen it. Because I'll watch this movie on and off throughout the year. I, I put it on every now and again because I, I genuinely really, really love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, obviously, we have it on, on Blu-ray. So, all right. So let's get into the categories, yeah? Yeah. Or do you have anything that you want to talk about first? No, okay. I'm ready to talk about these categories. Okay. All right. So first category. What scene will make you stop doing what you're doing to watch? It's pretty self-explanatory. Let's get into it. Uh, so you have the opening. You have the Sanderson sisters are introduced, and they turn Thackeray Binks into a cat. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Um, I like that scene. It makes me laugh. It's so tongue-in-cheek. And I think uh, Bette Midler has the has the great line when, when she wakes up. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, uh, but it's a, it's a great line. I think it's... A, Oh, look, another glorious day. Something oh, like that. Yeah. It's so yeah, funny yeah. you say that. Yeah. So I have exactly 
what it says. Oh, what a glorious morning. It makes me sick. Yep. <laughs> so that's a, that's a funny scene. Uh, then you have, and which is my, this is my favorite scene of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max hits on Allison and then he meets Ice and Jay. So it's, to me, it's like one long scene and it's my favorite. I'll literally, I love it. I've watched it on YouTube. I love this scene. The balls that it takes for this kid, who's the brand new kid in high school to hit on what appears to be the hottest girl in high school Mm -hmm. in front of his whole class. Mm -hmm. Then she turns him down Then he's going home and he meets Ice and Jay. Let's just say Max has a lot of confidence. A lot. A lot of confidence. I don't know if he's like... I'm from LA and now I'm in this small little town in For Salem sure. and he's pretty bold. With his tie-dye shirt? Yeah. I have way more <laughs> opinions on him. All right. We can get into that it. That is a good yeah. scene though. So then we have uh, Max, Allison, and Danny, who is Max's little sister, uh, meet the Sanderson sisters. So it's that whole scene when he when they go to the house or the museum, yeah. they light the, the black flame candle and, and, and go from there, which I have some questions about that scene in particular. Uh-huh. So let's let's just I'm gonna ask you right now. Yeah, ask him. If this town, which by all indications, okay, believes that this actually happened. I mean, they lynched these women mm-hmm. in the 1700s. They believe they're 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 witches. Okay, mm-hmm. why the fuck would you keep all the artifacts oh and everything around? Thank you. That is exactly what I have written down. Yeah. Why would you make a freaking museum out of it and i know that the book can't die and it can't burn how do you know all they try to do is burn it in the movie but i mean we have to be able to do something to it then get rid of the candle yeah and why just create this shrine for the potential of that happening all over again if there's like like you mentioned completely set on they're not they're not that far from the coast go throw in the ocean yeah do something if this is if you you literally lynched three women because you thought they were witches and Agreed. then you're just going to leave all their shit. I get having a museum because, you know, cities and small towns will have museums about their history. I get that. But there's Why some key you... things you don't keep in there, like the book and the candle. <laughs> and the book needs to be thrown into, what are those, like the, the acid buckets that will completely disintegrate everything? Yeah, that's what kills the tunes, man, in, in, yes. in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like Dip. Something like that. Dip. I'm thinking, what did you say? Dip. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking more like Breaking Bad style. <laughs> like We're going off the rails right now. I know, but I'm just saying. So like, you need Walter White or or uh, <laughs> Gus Fring to come that then they disintegrate. You know the bodies of the of the drug dealers. What so, is that concoction called? I don't know. Acid. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> like you need to, the book is made out of human skin anyway. Just like throw it in there and make it die. Are we thinking? Are we thinking too critically about a Disney movie that's about witches? Maybe. Okay. All right, so we have that scene. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then we have the graveyard scene uh, where Bully, uh, excuse me, Billy Butcherson is introduced. Okay, so that's yes. that's Winifred's ex-lover. Yes. That scene genuinely scared me when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like 13. That was That's the creepiest scene to me because you have all the bodies moving. You have like all the headstones moving. She's summoning the dead. See, that was not my creepiest scene for me. Okay, all right. Mine was when they were trying to burn alive in the kiln. <laughs> I was like, stop, that's yeah. gross. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, so then you have another one of my favorites mm-hmm. is the Sanderson sisters meet the devil. Yes. <laughs> that's my that's awesome because they think it's the devil. It's obviously not the devil. It's Gary yeah. Marshall. Um, he throws uh, Mary a, a candy and he's like, you could be a tight end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, 
then you have uh, Sanderson sisters perform at the part the party. So obviously, we're gonna talk about the party, and we're gonna talk about Al- or Allison's parents and uh, Max's weird ass swinger parents. They're not swinger. Yeah, parents. We're gonna talk about it. Just wait. All right. All right. Um, so yeah, yeah. So they they have the uh, they perform at the party. They do the the big song. I put a spell on you, which is which mm-hmm. is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, can't find that song anywhere, by the way, to put on my Halloween playlist. But whatever. Hmm. And then you have the end of the movie, the kids versus the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Which is the big fight, the graveyard scene. Um, I don't love that scene. It's I fine. I don't either. But I just I put it here. Yeah. All right. So which one's your favorite out of those, or do you have a a write-in vote? Well, the favorite I have initially was the Halloween party scene. Okay. Because I feel like. The characters have been developed at that point, and now you have them putting on a show, and nobody believes them, and there's that song, which right. is amazing. It's right. like the only musical piece to the um, movie. Yeah. But I love seeing all of the costumes. I love seeing like the life of the day, sure. Halloween. So that always, to me, is definitely something I'm like, I have to watch this. It's not that long, but okay. it's going to stop me, and I have to watch the whole thing, and I have to see the the witches sing and i have to see her their crazy parents i will admit that the parents are crazy but i don't know where you get this whole swinger angle okay so so let's talk about the parents uh how old are his max 15 or 15 16, or 16 right? 15 yeah. 16 and danny is like 10 10 okay mm-hmm. they're in a brand new city yeah it's 1993 so we discussed this on the sandlot podcast you know parenting is a little more laxed mm-hmm. you know they're not as, as right. strict about things um, they're in a brand new city. They're going to take their, they're going to make their 15 or 16 year old son take their young daughter to go trick or treating because they want to get dressed up and go party all night at like the local gym or wherever it is. Listen, they need to make friends too. I feel like they're swingers. I, how do you, they got that? like a I'm, weird vibe to me. Just because they enjoy having a good time doesn't mean they're swingers and they want to meet new people. I don't know. And then the dad, when he meets Allison, he's like, oh, who's this? Like, he's he's creeping on the he 16-year-old Allison. creeping. That, to okay. me, did not look like creeping. I think he was <laughs> and trying And then the mom's to... dressed up as Madonna. Yeah. I just got... It just feels like they might be swingers. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you read into them that much. I'm just saying. Okay. All so right. So your favorite is the Halloween party scene. It is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, mine's, mine's uh, Mac... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, but my second would be when they meet the devil. Okay. I think it's perfect, and I love his wife. Yeah, yeah, Penny Marshall. Oh, my God, she's amazing. She's like, whatever, dude, get out of here. For sure, sure. (laughs) She sends the dog after him. And they're like polar opposites. Yeah. He's like super Well, you know they're they're married in real life. Are they really? I didn't know that. Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall. They both may be passed away at this point. Oh. But yeah, they they were married in real life. Yeah, I think it was awesome. Yeah, and both directors of of comedies- Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're okay. uncredited for that movie. They're, you can't find, like when you look at the credits, they're not credited for their, their part. Yeah, there's just so many good fun puns there too. Yeah. Like, you know, with the snakes and the hair and yeah, yeah. Um, the dog, like getting them. Yeah. There's like a lot they're of like, They go into the kitchen and they think it's a torture, the torture chamber. torture room, yeah. Yeah, yeah those okay. are probably my, my two favorite scenes. All right, yeah, mine's when Max hits on Allison and, and he meets yeah. Ice and Ice Of and course it is. Yeah. Um, do you... Would you watch an uh, uh, Ice and Jay movie? Like no. a spinoff? No. <laughs> they bug me. What? They're funny. I get it because they're so dumb. But I don't know. They bug me. What? I know. 
Oh my God. I know. My. To be very honest, they are in a category we're going to talk about later, and you're going to be disappointed in me. Okay. Well, I'm genuinely, like, generally, excuse me, disappointed in you. <laughs> so, so yeah. Well, get used to it. So, all right. All right. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Best performance of the movie. Now, let me. There's a, the caveat, okay? Nobody's given Academy Award nominated right. performances in this movie. You take it for what it is, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would go Bette Midler as Winifred, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, Kathy Najimy as Mary, the, the, the heavier set sister. Yeah. Uh, Omari Katz as, uh, as Max, or Omri, excuse me, Katz as Max, or Thora Birch as Danny, the little sister. The little sister bugs me a lot in this movie. I knew she was going to bug Yeah, me. she bugs the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, w- I would definitely not not say Danny. But Danny is the best wingman possible. Okay, I have so many opinions <laughs> about Danny. Okay. So as far as best performance, I agree with you. I think I think Bette Midler and For sure. Danny. It's far and away Bette Midler. Yeah, it's Bette Midler and then Danny for me. Okay. Let's talk about Danny for a second. Sure. Because I think I remember as a kid when I watched this movie, she was um, a little like she was bugging me. But as an adult, I dick her. I don't know why. It's been I, a yeah, while. Yeah, I don't know why either. It's been a while, but she to me was like more adult than her older brother. Like she was the one that was like standing up to the boys, telling him to stop. Uh, and she's the worst because of that. Well, she's a kid, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Be- <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't know. It's not like she's thinking about that. Like I'm. Like, she has that much forethought. Yeah. She's a kid. But she's not standing up to anybody. She's saying her brother will stand up for her. Yeah, because she has that much confidence, and she believes in her brother, and she, of course, she's going to, I think that she was just being a kid. Yeah, she's being a kid, but, but that's why she's annoying. brave. <laughs> Either way, and she keeps telling Max, like, stop complaining. Like, this is your new home. Like, get over it. And then um, she basically has, a, obviously, because of their relationship, that she has a large influence in Max. But I love how she kind of manipulated him, too, to making him plead um, to her to convince her to go trick-or-treating. Yeah, because um, she's a kid. She's manipulating the situation. I know, but she's just, I don't know. I, I like her. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so it would be Bette Midler, though, with oh, a definitely. close second or a distant second of... Of Thora Birch as Danny. You're saying a close second or a distant? Yeah, for you. Um, I would say it would be a close second. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like when you talk about the other witches, like, yeah, they're a main part, like Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy, I think. Is Kathy Najimia. Yeah. Okay. Peggy Hill. Peggy Hill. I mean, I do kind of like her already just because of that. Also one of the worst characters ever, but go ahead. That's true. That's true. Um... But I didn't feel like they needed to do a lot because I think like Bette Midler really pulled that whole group. Is she a bad sister? Who? Winifred. Bette Midler. Oh, yeah. She's awful. <laughs> she's the worst, right? She's awful. She, she is She's like physically like the matriarch of them. For sure. But she's like physically abusing yep. them, mentally abusing them. Yep. And they just are ride or die for their sister. And you, I love how, she, you know, Winifred... Yeah, they are ride or die. Winifred is just like... Oh, my boyfriend was cheating with my sister, so I'm gonna like, what is it? Um, they sew his, his mouth. lips together. Yeah, they sew Billy's mouth shut. Yeah, sew Billy's mouth shut. It's yeah, she's the worst. Yeah, she's only looking out for herself. Oh, definitely. But right. they go along for it. So for sure, because I mean they're down for their sister. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so then we have the worst performance of the movie. 
Okay. I don't have anybody. I, I simultaneously have everyone and no one because nobody's like giving, nobody's again killing it, but they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Go ahead. I see you smiling. What do you got? Well, no, I mean, I, you may not like this. In the beginning, the brother, not as the cat, Zachary. Yeah. Thackery. Thackery. Thackery, not Zachary. Thackery. Yeah. Was it wh- brisk, whisk, whisk? Binks. Binks. Oh my gosh. I already Man, forgot. Did you even watch this movie? I know. I know. I don't Jesus retain Christ. that little information. Either way, um, I thought he was. Yeah, but he's in the movie for 10 seconds. I know. He's You're right. All, he's going for it. But nobody was really bad. Um, <laughs> like they all fulfilled their parts pretty well. And I didn't have anybody bad. Yeah. No, it's again, they're all doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Like yeah. You're, this again, I always, it's not Shawshank Redemption. This isn't no. Goodfellas. Okay. This is a 93 Disney movie. That's when it's hard to kind of talk about the worst performance. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, no matter what type of movie it is, whether it's serious or not, you should be able to find, you know, a worse performance. No, nah, but everybody. I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not being overly critical about right, this movie. Right. Okay. Plus, you're also picking movies that you really like. So. Yeah, but there's. I mean, there's plenty of movies, and we'll get into them later. There's yeah. plenty of movies where um, I love, and I think that the some of the performances are just terrible. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go into the next category, the Ryan Reynolds Overacting Award. <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds, to me, overacts in everything he does. Well, I guess not overacts. He's just Ryan Reynolds in everything. Uh, which I'm just not, I just don't love. But anyways, uh, again, I don't know that I have anybody specific for this award. Okay, you this- could say the sisters, because the sisters, you know, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimy are really, 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 really going for it. Mm-hmm. But that's what they're, I mean, this is, again, a tongue-in-cheek movie. Yeah, I know that, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about your disappointment in me. So I thought Jay and Ice. <laughs> And because no it's so ridiculous, way. it's like over the top. I, I I just feel like they could have toned them down a little bit on one level, whether it be the inflection in their voice or their outfits or... Their outfits how, are as 90 as it comes, no, man. No, I get that. I totally get that. Or maybe we just don't, you know, shave in the back of your head. It says ice two no, inches it's, it's wide. No, it's ice. Ice. I know. <laughs> what was his name before? Ernie, wasn't it? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I guess I understand why you oh, have man. but Okay. So, yeah, that was, that's what I think. You're so disappointing. I right know. <laughs> All, right. All right. So then we go into the, uh, who did the most with the least amount of screen time? Okay. So. I think I know who yours is. Well, we'll see. Okay. I have uh, Jay and Ice. <laughs> 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 Tobias uh, Jelinek, I believe his name is, what and Larry Bagby. Dude, that's Jay and Ice. These are their real names. Oh, are those their real names? Jesus Christ. Have you you never listened to the podcast before? Okay, I know, but you start throwing out names to the person you're speaking to on the podcast, and I have no idea who they are. Well, I don't know who they are either before. They were always Jay and Ice to me. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so then you have Max and Denny's parents. Okay. Okay, so those Charles Rocket (laughs) and Stephanie Farency. Okay, then you have Billy Butcherson, who's Doug Jones. And then you have the devil and his wife, who are Gary and Penny Marshall. Okay. Unless you have somebody else you would like to write in. Billy the Zombie, done. That's who you like the most out of all of them. Yeah. He did the most. Yeah. Why? With the, the least amount of screen time. Right. Why? First of all, he looks amazing. He does look, he looks fantastic. <laughs> I remember seeing him and he's like the one only, because you know, you, the witches are throughout the movie, but right. 
for a zombie in 93 looks pretty awesome. And he would kind of picture, like, in my mind, kind of be what a zombie would look like at that time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I I really liked him. I thought he added a lot of uh, fun to, like, the middle of the movie. Yeah. So I think he did the most okay. with the short amount of time. And no, like, two lines. Yeah, and okay. he didn't even speak. That's another... No, I think he just calls her... I think he just calls Bette Midler a winch. Oh, yeah. Or I forget, a hag or something. Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Firefly from hell or something like that, I think he calls her. Oh, wait, but what did she call him? Uh, oh, shit, I can't remember. It's... it's. Uh... I'm going to tell you. I think I I don't remember. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay, so I would say Jay and Ice. Jay and Ice are, are my, okay. my favorites. Yeah. So... She said, follow him, you maggot museum. <laughs> That's, That's what, what it is. She calls him a maggot museum. All right. Uh, but yeah, Jay and Ice, I think that they are the like just stereotypical 90s. They're dressed like the 90s. <laughs> They're just dicks like the 90s. Yeah. Ice reminds me of my brother. He yes. looks like my brother to me, <laughs> um, which I just want to punch him in his stupid face for that. Um, but yeah, they, to me, they're the best. Yeah. I okay. love them. Every, I would... 100% watch a spinoff of Jay and Ice. Just whatever they get into on Halloween night. Stealing candy, checking out chicks, which we'll get... Are they... How is a 90s Disney movie, the villains are like, do you want to go watch girls get undressed <laughs> in windows? Like, what the fuck is this? That's probably what boys did, though. No! <laughs> I, I don't know anybody who ever did that. Well, I mean, you have to look at the caliber of a... I know some dirt bags. Okay. Nobody was looking in windows to watch people get undressed. Like that is creepy. It's totally creepy. No, and to be I in agree, like a but... '90s movie. You know what? Since we're talking about that, you know who else is a real fucking creep in this movie? Oh. The bus driver. Oh my god, the misogynistic bus driver. I he was he, the worst. He's got a criminal record. He yep. might be a registered sex offender. Definitely. He's like, come sit on my lap. Yes. Yeah. He, no, he is was a the creep. Grossest. He's such a creep. Yes. You know what? Followed Let, by the policeman. Dude. Yes. <laughs> the policeman is legit giving Max a hard time about being a virgin. Dude mm-hmm. is like 15. Mm-hmm. Back it up a little bit. Yeah. Back it up. <laughs> what is Disney doing? This is 93. I don't know. I don't know. The bus driver, though, for sure has oh, a sexual like crimes history. Bad. Yeah. He might have been on SVU at some point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He, he literally was. says, bubble, bubble, I'm in trouble. To them, like as a creep, and then wants Sarah Jessica Parker to sit on his lap. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we have uh, we have what uh, best musical sequence? I mean, there's come on. What, what's the answer? It's the Halloween party. Yeah, uh, so I put a spell on you. Yeah. Yeah, you have Bette Midler, who's a good singer. Exactly. You got to figure out a way for her to sing in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. They don't, I mean, she doesn't really sing outside of that. She's usually just like not chanting a, spells. Yeah, not at all. No singing. Yeah, but it's, she's yeah, not like a full song. For sure. All right. Um, and we have a, a category that I'm quickly starting to like more and more <laughs> just because it's just so interesting looking at something that's 25 years old yeah. and kind of seeing what what doesn't hold up. So it's, it's things that don't hold up today. So uh, I have kids trick-or-treating in neighborhoods. You just don't see kids in neighborhoods trick-or-treating anymore. They usually have like more event-style things. They'll go to church. They'll go to malls. Mm -hmm. They go to amusement parks. Or they'll congregate and go to like outside of their neighborhood to go to a different neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) You have the bus driver. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah. 
just overall, I don't know how, I don't know how it was ever acceptable, but I certainly don't know how it definitely wouldn't be acceptable now. Mm-mm. And then again, we're going to echo back to Jay and Ice wanting to look at women yeah. getting undressed in windows. Like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I have no words. <laughs> what? Which one of those? Those? Or do you have a? Do you have a, a write-in? No, I was pretty much just thinking about the bus driver and the cop and all of that. Like, yeah. especially in a Disney movie. Like nowadays, moving forward, I don't think that that would hold up well at all. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, for me, though, the, the kids trick-or-treating in neighborhoods is the one that holds up the least because the other two should have never been acceptable then. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I agree you don't see that very often, but I do believe there's pockets of that still. For, yeah, yeah, no you doubt. Know, it's not everywhere, yeah. um, but it just depends on the town. But just think, when you were a kid, how much trick-or-treating were you doing? Every year. It, but it was like an all-night thing, and you were hitting your neighborhood, then you might go to another neighborhood. And you were gathering with like other kids. Yeah. You just don't see that. Yeah. No, you're right. It's not as prevalent everywhere. All right. Um, and then verse, you know, reverse of that, things that hold up well today. So we have Halloween. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just don't think Halloween's ever been as more as popular as it is now. Like every year it seems to be getting more and more popular. Yeah. People decorate earlier. Yeah. The events seem to be bigger and more of them. That's it just true. seems way bigger than it's ever been before mm-hmm. okay um the humor in the movie yep. i think holds up really well it's mm-hmm. for the most part pretty pretty wholesome there's no right. homophobic no right. racial slurs it's just you know kids making jokes yeah okay yeah um the movie in general i think that that shows how well it holds up because it literally gets more popular every year and we went over it at the beginning of the podcast it's a big big deal now mm-hmm. it's the it's the cornerstone of a whole network's you know, programming for the month. Yep, that's true. And then my favorite, I'm going to say right now, my favorite, what holds up the best? Vanessa Shaw. <laughs> Who plays Allison. Well, yeah, I mean, she's beautiful, number one. Yeah. And everyone has a, like, girl crush like uh-huh. that at uh-huh. that age. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, that time period mm-hmm. for the main characters in the movie where they're in high school um, I think that that's relatable and will never go away. No, and Max is, Max is out of his league. He outkicked his coverage. Like, she's <laughs> way she's way better than Max. Speaking here, of... That's the thing about Max is he's the little... He's really confident. And sometimes you... You might hook some sometimes. Shoot your shot. There you go. Yeah, that's what you guys were saying. <laughs> Do you know who is supposed to be... Who it came down to for the the actors for, for the role of Max? No, tell me. So, Omri Katz, who okay. who ended up being him, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but Leonardo DiCaprio went and did Gilbert Grape. What's eating Gilbert Grape, which got him, you know, not Academy Award nomination. Yeah. Probably made the right decision. Yeah, but yeah, freaking Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie. Huh. Um, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. that would have worked. Um, but yeah, so Vanessa Shaw is going to hold up the best for me because she is a smoke show still. Oh yeah. She's gorgeous. I agree. So what's what holds up best for you? Um, honestly, I think the whole idea of Halloween, because it is a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it. There's no timestamp on it. It's always going to be around. Yeah. There will always be like that some sort of ritual on that night of 
getting candy or having a party. Oh, man, I, didn't, I didn't know where you were going with this ritual no, thing. No, that's not what I meant like, by... Like, do I need to be afraid at night? <laughs> like, tra- it's tradition. Oh, So everybody's okay. going to uphold that tradition doing something like that. Okay. So that thought, is probably the, the main thing that holds up for me. Okay. Uh, you, had me, you had me weird. Like, do I need to... I'm not going to wake up and you're going to be, like, staring at me one night, are you? <laughs> no. I feel Jesus like Allison Christ. made, though. I feel like I'm she's sorry? borderline Wiccan. Who? Allison in the movie. Your, dude, your chick. Dude, bite your tongue. No, she is, though. She might do that shit. I'm She's fine into with, it. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Okay, yeah. I'm Just fine with no, that. Risk Vanessa it. Shaw, hit me up. I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, how does the movie make you feel? Oh. I mean, like I've mentioned in episode four, um, when we talked about the Disney Halloween party. Right. Uh, the movie, it's the idea of the holidays, which I love. And it makes me feel anticipation of like the entire holiday season. And I feel like everyone has a Halloween memory or right. something that associates with it. So it just gets me in the mood and ready to celebrate, decorate, all of those things. Start entertaining. Um, so that's kind of how it makes me feel. Because I don't take any of it really seriously. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah okay yeah for me it just makes me feel like like halloween Mm -hmm. i mean there again there's this kicks off the halloween season it seems like um you know you can look at like horror movies and things like that and they they always come out all year round obviously they're they're more focused around halloween but so a movie like nightmare on elm street is a horror movie people associate it with halloween but it's not not halloween this movie takes place on halloween it's halloween centric Mm -hmm. it's it reminds me of of my favorite time of year so That's, I think that might be why it's so dear and dear to me, too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So my favorite category, I know I probably say that a lot, my 100% favorite category. 100%? 100%. Okay, okay. Is most memorable line. All right. So, because if a movie doesn't have any quotable lines, like, can it be your favorite movie? Is it yeah. rememberable? Okay. So let's just go in order. All right. Uh, oh, look, another glorious morning makes me sick. <laughs> okay. By Winifred. Uh, well, in case Jimi Hendrix shows up, here's my number. Yes. Dude, does Max have rock solid game? Yes, he does. Dude. He's super confident, even though he screws everything up. He's. But at the end, confident. does he? I mean, that is his whole, like, that is what turns everything around. Like, he makes up for it by taking the spell. This movie really is about Danny. show how teenage boys will screw up everything, everything. to try to hook up with a girl. Uh, he's doing all of this to impress you're right. her you're right like they i get it that's true yeah everything he does everything he can to impress allison including bringing back uh three witches from the 17th century i mean he even like accidentally kills a cat that can't die like he fucks everything up well but thackeray binks gets reunited with the kid with his sister with emily at no the it's end. sweet sweet but he also interrupts the halloween party like party foul i don't like to tell them that they're going to die. Yeah. The swinger party can get interrupted. It's not a swinger party. Okay. So then you have a, maybe you could learn to breathe through your nose, which Max says to ice. Okay. Okay. Then I'm just going to say right now, this is my favorite. Uh, Max likes your yabos. In fact, he he loves them. In fact, in fact, he loves them. So I just completely butchered that. But that, that's the best. Okay, I have a version of it, but it's not that same one. Go yes. ahead. I put I couldn't wear that because I don't have any. What do you call them? Yapos? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. 
Anybody who refers to boobs is yabos. I know. I'm fine with. Is it B or P? Yabos? It's B's. Yabos. Okay. <laughs> Does it, I don't, it's not a real word. Does it matter? No, but that's what makes it funny. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, oh, come on. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus, which is mm-hmm. what, what Max says. And I feel like that's kind of the tagline of the whole movie, obviously. Uh, follow them, you maggot museum. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, aren't you broads a little old to be trick-or-treating? Which actually might be my favorite. Yeah. Uh, which one's your favorite? Um, I don't know if it's really a line, but it, it just makes me smile. Outside of the one I just shared, which is the whole Yabos thing. That <laughs> makes me laugh every time. Um, I, I really like it when she's like, amuck, 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 amuck. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculously stupid, but it kind of, you know, supports her character. Yeah. So it's yeah. funny. Yeah, because Sarah Jessica Parker is, is an idiot. In oh, this definitely. Yeah, but... She's just boy... She's as boy crazy as Max is girl crazy. Yep. Exactly. Is does is Danny... I think we, we talked about it a little bit. Is Danny a great wingman for her, for her brother? Because, like, she's the one yeah. who who gets the whole Yabos thing, gets... It's terrifying. You could see it in Max's face, right. but... I think she is. I think she's a great wingman to her brother. She... But not knowingly. Like, she's just You don't trying... think she's knowing. No, I don't think she knows what she's doing. I just think she's just being a kid and she's, you know how she clearly doesn't have a filter. She's just kind of, I don't really think she knows what she's doing now. All right. Speaking about that scene, the fuck, what does Allison's parents do for a living that they can afford that house and that party? Are they in the mob? How stuffy is that party too? For sure. It's like 17th century, like aristocrat looking. Are they, are they in the mob? I don't know. You think the other ones swingers are in the swingers, mob? So how do they afford? How do they afford that house? I don't know. They didn't go into Allison's backstory. I, but that's what we're doing. Parents. How do they do it? Okay, so how do they afford the house? <laughs> I think they bought the house just to throw the party every year. Okay. Done. Yeah. All I right. mean, I have no idea. There's so many different <laughs> possibilities. Now you think they're in the mob? Where do you think this movie ranks in the all-time Halloween movies? Like for you? Well, it would definitely... I Well, here's a hard th- part for me. So I don't do horror movies. So mm-hmm. for some people, Halloween movies, a lot of them would probably be some sort of horror sure. genre. Sure. So um, this is more along my line of Halloween movie. So I would say it would definitely be in my top 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you what think about you? Oh, man. it's It would be in my top like... It's probably in my top five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite Halloween movie of all time, and it's in my top ten just movies of all time, is, is Halloween, the original 1978 version. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is this is up there for me. Okay. It's certainly one of the most rewatchable Halloween movies because it is so easy to watch. It's not over. It's not violent at all. Um, again, you don't have to. The story's not overly complex. Yeah. You can jump in at any time and watch it. Yeah. Agree. Okay. Do you think this is Disney's best non-animated movie? I don't think so. Well, what's their best movie then that's non-animated? And if you say Mary Poppins, I'm going to punch you in the head because you said Mary Poppins is animated. I know. I'll have to keep it to one category. Um, Honestly, I cannot think of a Disney non-animated movie because I automatically associate it with animated. You have the two Mighty Ducks movies, for instance, 
three oh. Mighty Duck movies. Yeah. You have like Miracle. You have movies that are more... This one's probably the least serious. They try to make more like yeah, serious that's... non-animated movies. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that... probably why I can't remember a lot of them. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think this is probably their best one for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, you got anything? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Is the big is the biggest failure of the whole movie is is Thackeray Binks? Yes, he had one fucking job to do for three hundred years as a cat. I know, and he couldn't stop it. I know. I wonder if he's the one that got them to make the museum. Mm. So you're saying the cat, the cat got them to make a museum. <laughs> I I agree with you. Like I just don't understand why that museum is there or why all that stuff is there. Um, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> but he's the biggest he's he loses the movie. Yeah. Like he he has one fucking job. Mm-hmm. And he can't do it. Mm-mm. Couldn't keep his sister safe. That's kind of harsh. That is sad. <laughs> but then can't keep them from from lighting the black flame candle. He tried. He's a cat. He's pure <laughs> evil. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, and he has infinite lives. So he has I infinite lives. He's like a cheat code. Yeah. One thing I did think about this too, back to the book, obviously we talk about ways that we could have destroyed it for them back mm-hmm. in the nineties. Um, but I feel like on top of that, if you're a witch and your sole purpose is to just create havoc. So are we talking bad witch bad or witch. like, like, like Hermione, the Sanderson like sisters. a good witch? No, like the Sanderson okay. sisters. So speaking specifically about them. Don't you have to be like a really good student and memorize some of these most dangerous spells? Why the fuck do you need a book all the time? <laughs> like you, I, I'm just telling you, like, so, you know how when, when you're a little kid and you memorize the states through a song or something like that, these girls, like their parents did them wrong because they're supposed to memorize some of the harshest spells if they really want shit to go awry. So you're thinking, so you think that the Sanderson sisters should have learned more witchcraft in school, like a, <laughs> Not in school. like an alphabet song, or had their parents, who you're assuming were witches I or am. into witchcraft, should have taught them better to be more dangerous witches. <laughs> yeah, like you don't, you shouldn't have to rely on your book all the time. Like, get your sh- get your shit together. How the fuck does your brain work? <laughs> I'm just saying, like. They, she Get your shit together, Sanderson sisters. Yeah, they've only done like two things, spells from the top of their head. And one was at the Halloween party. And because that fit in the song. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then the other one, I think, was... At the beginning when, they're, when they kill the uh, Thackeray's yes. sister yes. is, I think, from there. Yes, and okay. I can only... I thought, I, if I remember right, I think there was only like three times. I couldn't remember the last one. But you need to be able to know some of that already sorry they need to do better okay it's your life's work it's your life's work (laughs) your life's work get your they should go to hogwarts yeah you think they went to hogwarts no if they went to hogwarts which house would they have been in clearly slytherin man the the sarah jessica parker's i don't think her character was was evil enough to be in slytherin oh so okay let's talk about them individually then like she got a real, she has a real like Luna Lovegood vibe. Yes, she does. So she's Ravenclaw. Yes. Okay. Yes, I agree with you completely. Okay. Kathy, what's her name? Mary. Kathy Najimy is Mary. Okay. What would she be? I think she she's got a real like Crab or Goyle vibe. So I think she's Slytherin with Winifred. Yeah. Yeah. 
I could see that. Yeah. But you're right. I feel like Sarah Jessica Parker is a little of an oddball. A little? <laughs> a little bit of an oddball? Just a little. Okay. Are they all supposed to be like triplets? Yeah, I don't get that. I think they're sisters from another mister. Like they are sisters from <laughs> definitely. Okay, hold on, not hold on. Related. So you don't think they're related? No. So Winifred, Sarah, and Mary are not sisters. No. They're just three chicks. Not biological. Who... Interesting. Mm-mm. I've maybe, never, I've maybe never thought about that. Um, on one side, but I, I don't think they're biological. Okay. All right. Interesting. That's a very, I've never thought about that. Um, all right. So Hocus I've Pocus. I've never thought of half the shit we're talking about. For sure. Yeah, no doubt. So Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Um, I'm going to go with properly rated. Because? Because? Because I feel like... It has enough attention during the peak time of year that it needs, and it's still known, <clears throat> excuse me, and spoken about outside of their season. Right. So I feel like I wouldn't put it overrated in any way or underrated because I still think it gets the attention it deserves. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. It's I think it's it's properly rated just because uh, at this point it's I think it gets the due that it needs. Uh, it's it's popular. Um, it's not. It's not underrated because it's not like they're giving some ridiculous, excuse me, ridiculous uh, performances that everybody's like have grown over the years that everybody loves. Um, I think it's it's just it is what it is. It's a good holiday kids movie that has a ton of nostalgia. Yes. And I think that that's why we like it so much and makes me laugh, makes you laugh. So I think it's properly rated. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on with me again and. And lending lending your opinion on Hocus Pocus. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it so much. I enjoy doing these. Hope you guys enjoy listening to them. You could give us a like, review, rate, share. I'd appreciate it. Tell a friend. Tell a hundred friends. Uh, the Morning Geekdom is available on Spotify, Podbean, and SoundCloud. Coming soon to iTunes. You can also give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Again, guys, I can't thank you enough for listening. I really enjoy doing these. Can't wait to have more people on, discuss more movies, events, everything pop culture, just everything I enjoy. Again, thank you guys so much. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs>